welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. everyone thanks for tuning in and listening again today's topic from me is a bit of information about independent children's lawyers some of you might be familiar with the term an independent children's lawyer uh, usually and frequently pops up in relation to parenting matters before the federal circuit court or family court of australia so what is an independent children's lawyer well they're a solicitor appointed by the court to represent your child or children in the dispute before the court. What's really important to know, though, is they're not like a lawyer that you would have. Your children don't go and sit in an office with the independent children's lawyer and give them instructions to write material or about what case they want. Um, It's a very different relationship. And sometimes the independent children's lawyer will meet the children. Sometimes they won't. An independent children's lawyer is always a highly experienced family law practitioner who has practised in the area of family law over many years and they've had extensive experience with disputes concerning children before the courts. Now, just because your case before the court is about parenting, it doesn't automatically mean that your case is going to have an independent children's lawyer appointed to it. Either party to a parenting matter can apply to the court for the appointment of an independent children's lawyer or the court might make an order for an independent children's lawyer of its own volition. But in all cases where an independent children's lawyer is appointed, one or more of the following circumstances have to exist. The allegations of abuse or neglect in relation to the children. That can be either physical, sexual or psychological. They'll be appointed where there's a high level of conflict and dispute between the parents. They'll be appointed in matters where there are allegations of domestic violence, in matters where there are serious mental health issues that exist in relation to one or both of the parents or in relation to the children, cases where there are allegations made as to very strong wishes of a child, and usually where the child is mature enough to have those strong wishes. An independent children's lawyer might be appointed where one party seeks to relocate, which significantly affects the time spent with the other parent, Um, or cases where it's proposed to separate siblings for some reason or another. So they are just some circumstances where the court might determine that the appointment of an independent children's lawyer is appropriate. But ultimately, the appointment of that independent children's lawyer is left up to the discretion of the particular judge. Now, remember I said that the role of the independent children's lawyer is not to be the child's solicitor. Their role is to form an independent view in relation to the best interests of the child before the court. Independent children's lawyers are usually employed by the Office of Legal Aid Queensland or the state in which um, the parenting dispute is taking place. And they are usually funded by the Legal Aid Office. However, um, disclaimer to that, if parties are in a sound financial position, then they might be asked or ordered to pay some cost towards the independent children's lawyer. That's all subject to individual finances, individual cases, and it's all assessed by Legal Aid Queensland if an independent children's lawyer is appointed. 
if the independent children's lawyer is not the child's lawyer, then what are they? They are there to have a role in the proceedings that will assist the court in making determinations in relation to parenting matters. It is their role to act in the best interests of your children. Primarily, they're there to ensure that all the proper evidence is put before the court that is relevant to the determination of the matter. They can help facilitate negotiations and discussions between the parties. And where there are concerns about the child wishes or any other family dynamics, the independent children's lawyer may employ independent experts, including social workers and psychiatrists, to provide reports and to give evidence to the court. An independent children's lawyer will usually attend to considering all the filed affidavits before the court, examining any subpoena documents, and where there are subpoenas that haven't been issued by the parties themselves, the independent children's lawyer will actually issue subpoenas to relevant agencies or authorities. Again, that's because their role is to make sure that the court is furnished with all of the relevant information that they might need to determine a parenting matter. The independent children's lawyer may talk to relevant people, uh, such as teachers or doctors or psychologists. Um, they might also commission a psychiatric assessment of the parents, one, both of the parents, or even the child. And finally, one of the independent children's roles might be to arrange random testing if there's allegations of drug or alcohol abuse in a matter. There are some really informative brochures on the Family Court and Federal Circuit Court websites in relation to the role an independent children's lawyer plays in parenting proceedings. So you can head on over there and grab those off the website if you want any more information. I am going to do a further podcast about family reports in particular um, because they're really often used in parenting matters. So check back in uh, with our podcast at a later date uh, for that one. Hopefully this podcast has given you a little bit more information about independent children's lawyers, the role they play in our parenting proceedings before the court and the different types of things uh, that they bring to parenting proceedings. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective podcast brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.